0: howdy guys welcome into timeout with lance since my last episode basically there's been a ton of nba news to go down a lot of uh free agents signing contracts with their teams some players traded to other teams uh so i'm gonna break that all down plus uh going over some other news in the sports world. Uh, certainly Stanley Cup news, College World Series happened, and other things as well. So first of all, let's start with the NBA off-season news. So free agency started a couple days ago, and uh, ever since that happened, ton of trades went down, ton of free agent signings. So I'm going to get through as many as I can. I don't have every single trade and every single free agent acquisition down, but I have... Definitely the most notable ones. So let's start with uh, Malcolm Brogdon. He got traded to the Celtics. So the Celtics they lost the finals. They lost in the finals to the Warriors. And uh, many observers and commentators remarked that they needed a playmaking point guard. Marcus Smart. He's a great defender, but from a playma- playmaking perspective, he leaves a lot to be desired in my opinion. And so Malcolm Brogdon from the Pacers definitely will. Uh, I think take the load off of Jason Tatum a little bit so Jason Tatum doesn't necessarily have to be a ball-dominant uh, player like people think he's going to be, or at least he thinks he's going to be. He thinks he's Kobe Bryant, but that's that's a little crazy to me. But nonetheless, Malcolm Brod, it's now on the Celtics, and in return, the Pacers got back from the Celtics Daniel Tice, Aaron Smith, and a 2023 20, first-round pick from the Celtics. So the Celtics now, uh, they, they are pretty much set to run it back. Um, they have, you know, Malcolm Brodden at the one, Jalen Brown at the two, Jason Tatum at the three, uh, Al Horford at the four, and Robert Williams at the five. That is a very, very nice starting lineup, especially in the Eastern Conference. You would think that um, the Bucks when they get, Chris Middleton back healthy next year. Uh, The Heat were the number one seed last year. Uh, Depending on what uh, the Sixers do with James Harden, the Sixers will be a contender as well. So the Celtics, it's no guarantee they get back to the finals, but getting Malcolm Broaden back definitely boosts their chances of repeating as Eastern Conference champions. Okay, another big trade that went down is Rudy Gobert of the Jazz getting traded to the Timberwolves. In exchange, the Timberwolves sent the Jazz Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, Walker Kessler, who just got drafted, Jarrett Vanderbilt, and multiple first-round picks. So here's the thing about that. So Rudy Gobert is a traditional five. He's a shot walker, um, catches lobs. Uh, he can post up if he wants to. Um, and putting him next to Carl Anthony Towns, you would think, oh, Carl Anthony Towns is a center. Actually, no, he's more really a four. Kind of think of what Anthony Davis does with the Lakers. He's not w- wanting to play the five. He's more wanting to be a perimeter-oriented four. Um, and moving Carl Anthony Towns to the perimeter so he doesn't have to uh, get physical down low, I mean, that kind of makes sense uh, for the for the team. So now the Timberwolves, at this moment, in the starting lamp, they have Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, Carl Anthony Towns, and Rudy Gobert. That's... That's a solid team, and then the fifth player that I'm forgetting. But putting putting those two traditional bigs together, I think it could do wonders, especially if Carl Anthony Towns can shoot the three at a decent clip, and if Rudy Gobert can play great defense, then maybe the t- say the Timberwolves made the play in this year, but they got they got bounced before they could really do anything in the playoffs. So we'll have to see what this is. That is a, but that was a lot of stuff to get up for Rudy Gobert, who people really were blaming uh, for the Jazz's loss in the Western Conference playoffs to the Dallas Mavericks because he was just getting picked on all over the place. He was out on the perimeter where he could not keep up with wings or quicker guards. It was just, uh, it was basically a nightmare for people to try and, for for him to try and stop any potent offense attack on the wing. It was just not even not even a feasible option. So and it's interesting interesting to see how the Jazz they uh how they're going to surround Donovan and Mitchell now. They got all these role players from from the Timberwolves, but we'll see if they do anything else with the roster going forward. Uh besides them trading Royce O'Neal to the Nets. And that's an interesting trade as well. Uh, Kevin Horter, he's a, a solid wing from the Nets. He got traded to the Kings. And in return, the Kings gave back the Hawks, Justin Holiday, Mo Harkless, and a future first-round pick. And now other trades. So DeJounte Murray, this one surprised me a little bit, but also it didn't surprise me. So DeJounte Murray, starting point guard for the San Antonio Spurs, 25 years old on a very nice team-friendly contract. Getting paid under twenty million dollars a season, traded to the Hawks, and in return, the Hawks gave the Spurs Danilo Gallinari, who could be waived, and then three first-round picks. Um, very interesting because DeJount, Dejounte Murray—he was a great point guard, led the league, and he led the he led the league in steals last season. So he's he's a good player. Some would argue a great player, borderline all-star. Um, very interesting for the Spurs to give him up. On this type of contract, maybe they wanted to, maybe they sh- could have built around him, built around him more a little bit, instead of just trading him away at this thing of an age on that type of contract. And they say, I don't understand where the Spurs direction or the Spurs are going directionally. Now, I did hear on a phone call from a show that I listen to frequently that the Spurs fan had a hunch that since. Greg Popovich has not liked the way that the league has um, moved in favor of the three-point shot. Of course, the Spurs' heyday was back when they had Tim Duncan. uh, And, of course, a little before Tim Duncan was David Robinson, and both of them played a little bit together early on. Uh, So, interesting theory is, are the Spurs trying to win, or are they trying to build for the future, or they just don't care? I think that's a reasonable question to ask. And I, it just, it baffles me a little bit that they would trade this, this contract and this type of player at this time. Like they could have, maybe they were just trying to develop him so they could get, get more assets back for him. Maybe that's what it. If I have any Spurs fans, let listening and they want to talk to me about DeJounte Murray, let me know because I'm perplexed to why Greg Popovich, maybe not Popovich himself, but why the Spurs made this move when they did it. Um, I just, I just need to get more clarification on that deal. Okay. um, So moving on to a lot of max contracts that have been signed the past 48 hours. So starting with Nikola Jokic, who is the reigning two time defending league MVP, Signing with the Nuggets for the largest contract right now in NBA history, five years, $270 million. So he's under contract now. So his total contract is six years, $303 million. And in his final season in 2027, 2028, he's going to make over $61 million. Absolutely insane, but definitely deserved from Nikola Jokic. um, Back-to-back MVP. Puts up great numbers. Um, last season he didn't have uh Jamal Murray and Michael Porter jr with him. So it'll, with those two back healthy this season, hopefully the nuggets can make much more noise in the playoffs and be much more competitive than they were this past season. And I think they will be John Morant for the Grizzlies, another team that got eliminated by the warriors in the playoffs. Um, maybe due to him getting hurt in that series. Uh, we'll, we'll never know if he was healthy, if they would have won, I don't think they would have beat the warriors, but, It regardless, he got a max contract extension with the Grizzlies five years, 191 million. It's a designated extension for rookies, I think, and it's worth up to 231 million with incentives. Mm -hmm. Definitely deserved for John Morant. He's going to be one of the uh, young faces of the league for the next half decade, at least, maybe the next decade, on his way to being a top 10 player in the game if he's not already there. Um, Very flashy player, uh, puts a lot of uh, butts in the seats in Memphis. Um, very exciting, very flashy, um, loves the game, and very, very excited to see where he and the Grizzlies go in the next few years where they look to be a perennial Western Conference playoff contender. Moving on to the Phoenix Suns, uh, Devin Booker, their best scorer signed a max contract extension as well, four years, $224 million. so his total contract value adding on his, to his current contract, six years, $295 million dollars. We'll see what the Suns do because they're rumored to add a superstar that I will talk about in a little bit. Um, But they have locked up Devin Booker um, for the next uh, six years for $295 million total. Crazy money. Zion Williamson, uh, breaking news today from the Pelicans, uh, former number one overall pick ahead of John Morant. Um, Max rookie extension with the Pelicans, five years, $193 It is absolutely insane that Zion Williamson has played as few, as few games as he has and can make almost $200 million. But, uh, I mean, I guess he's that valuable. You get paid in the marketplace in America today, you get paid based on your value. At least that's how it's supposed to be. So yeah, as uh, Zion Williamson, he, he has the potential to be a top five player. I'll give you that much, but, uh, he was overweight. He's out of shape. And, uh, We'll see if he can get in shape because the Pelicans, as of right now, they have a very, very nice team with him, C.J. McCollum, Brandon Ingram, and several uh, other supporting role players. Like That's a solid team that could easily make noise in the in, in the playoffs in the Western Conference. So through this offseason and into October, we're going to have to see how Zion clicks and uh, how he assimilates to his team finally, hopefully, since he should be recovered by now. Uh, from his surgeries on his knee and foot. And I'm excited to see him get back on the court. Zach Levine from the Bulls. Uh, he signed with them again to stay with them five years, $250 million max contract extension. So it does not appear that he will be going to the Dallas Mavericks. Like it was rumored that he was going to a couple of weeks ago. Carl Anthony Towns with the Wolves. Um, he got his new team, new teammate Rudy Gobert, which I just, just mentioned a little bit ago. Uh, his max contract, Max extension with the Wolves is worth $224 million over four years. Um, definitely, Cat has the talent to get the money. Uh, we'll just have to see if the Timberwolves can make more noise in the Western Conference playoffs. Um, they have not not gotten considerably far in the playoffs for quite some time, so I want to see Cat do a little bit more to justify the contract. Moving on to the next one. Darius Garland, Max Rook extension with the Cavs, five years, 193 million worth up to 231. Same as John Morant. Um, Nice young player. Darius Garland is good point guard. The Cavaliers are low key. They have a solid team all around him. Um, they'll, they'll just have to make noise in the Eastern conference, but the East is very top heavy. So we'll have to see if they can break into the next tier of teams. They're right now kind of in the five, six, seven range of teams. That's kind of their ceiling, but If Darius Garland plays really high, Evan Mobley plays really well. um, You can honestly see the Cavs maybe, maybe break, break through in the East. We'll, but we'll have to see. Yusef Nurkic of the Trailblazers. He signed with them to stay with them. Four years, 70 million. A nice contract for him. All right. And now we're getting to some player options. So James Harden, uh, he had a 47.3 million dollar, player option with the Sixers he is not gonna accept that so that leaves room that left room for them to sign PJ Tucker for three years and 32 33.2 million and uh, we'll have to see in the coming days and weeks what Harden's deal is going to look like Um, but I don't see him getting getting that large type of money really ever again in his career just because of where he is in his career and I think that was good self-recognition by him, saying seeing that if he declined that player option, which he did, then that left left the Seventy Sixers more room to make deals, give give him a team-friendly deal, and also help them to contend. Him and Joel Embiid—that's a very nice one-two punch uh, on any anywhere against anybody. So good for James Harden, and hope he gets his his uh, contract settled in the in the coming future. Bradley Beale, he opted out of his player option 36.4 million and then signed signed with the Wizards again. Five years, $251 million max contract. Is Bradley Beal ever going to go to a winning team? I don't know. Um, but he's gonna if he plays out the rest of this contract with the Wizards, he's gonna be with them for 15 years and uh never gotten past the the second round. Um good more power to him for getting his money like That's a lot of money and I would definitely not refuse it. But is he really going to, he's not going to, I don't think Bradley Beal is going to be a hall of famer. He's not going to be someone uh, who's going to be thought of as like a great player who contended for championships. He was kind of a great scorer and a great guy in the locker room to be with. But other than that, I mean, there's not really much more to say. Let's say Bradley Beal, if he goes to a championship contender, then, Maybe he'll get the recognition he fully deserves because the Wizards has definitely not given him given him given him enough support over the years to to help him out in playoff contention. Um, Jalen Brunson signed with the Knicks, so uh, he was a point guard on the Mavs last season. So he signed with the Knicks for four years, 104 million, just not the Knicks franchise savior like. People were acting like Jalen Brunson was this star point guard. He's he's a good point guard, but he's not a he's not going to be a needle mover for the Knicks. Him, Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, uh, nice team, but again, none of those players you would view as a number one on a championship team. A bunch of twos and th- twos at best, and most likely threes. So the Knicks need to go big game hunting next summer with when there's a ton of other max free agents available. But then again, it's the Knicks, and uh, no one has seemed to want to go to play with them for really big max contracts. So yeah, the Knicks got what they wanted, but uh, they're still not going to make noise in the playoffs this season, probably. Uh, Russell Westbrook, he took his player option with the Lakers, $47.1 million. And uh, Russell Westbrook's not worth $47.1 million at this point in his career. Um, the lake that leaves the Lakers very little flexibility to do much with roster moves and construction. And, uh, he's been rumored in trades, uh, for quite a while now. So if Darvin Ham can get him to stay great, but how are you going to work him in the lineup? He's going to come off the bench or if he's not going to do that, then how he's going to work with the rest of the team. I don't know. So we'll just have to see about that. Malik Monk signed with the Kings, formerly of the Lakers, two years, 19 million. Um, Getting to some Lakers signings, Lion Walker, the fourth of the Spurs, one year, six and a half million, mid level exception. Troy Brown Jr., John Wall. uh, No, John Wall went to the Clippers, excuse me. Uh, Damian Jones signed with the Lakers for two years. So did Juan Toscano Anderson, who won the championship last month with the Warriors. Uh, next up, there's a lot of trades. That it's hard to keep up with these sometimes. Uh, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope and Ish from the Wizards to the Nugget, from the Nugget to the Nuggets, and the Nuggets in return they give the Wizards Will Barton and Monte Morris. Monte Morris is a great backup point guard in this league. I'll just say that. Um, Jeremy Grant got traded to the Blazers. Um and the pistons got back a 2025 first round pick from the blazers via the bucks. Okay, um couple of NBA notes. Uh, the Jazz they hired Celtics assistant Will Handy. I think he got a four or five year deal something like that. And the NBA salary cap is jumping to 123.6 million next season. So let money fly out the fly out your ears nose, just everybody's getting their money. Um I'm going to come back to the NBA in a little bit, but moving on to some other news. Uh, yesterday or Thursday, UC, USC and UCLA um, announced that they were leaving the Pac 12 for the Big Ten and they will start Big Ten play in 2024. Um, basically, what this says is you're going to have super conferences. Everybody's joining the Big Ten or the SEC a la Texas and Oklahoma. And the Pac-12 is losing members left and right. So is the Big 12. Um, The ACC is kind of in the middle. They're not really going anywhere. Um, But the Pac-12 and Big 12 are just hemorrhaging uh, big schools and big money. So you're just going to see eventually, I think in this decade, super conferences form where, you know, let's say uh, Alabama plays uh, Ohio State frequently, maybe... Uh, Clemson plays, well, Clemson plays Georgia already. Um, Clemson plays Oregon, like just other Clemson, Oklahoma, Ohio state, Oklahoma more frequently. Like just think of the matchups, super conferences would bring. It's all about the money. There's, there's no way to sugarcoat it. I mean, it's pretty obvious to anybody who's paying attention that it's all about money for these schools. Uh, so. This this will bring more good matchups, um, but you I hate to see some of the rivalries this, like die down with all the schools. But let's not get ourselves like Pac-12 like it's doing pretty bad in terms of sports compared to the SEC and Big Ten especially. So it was in USC and UCLA's best interest to get their schools to more to greener pastures. I'll I'll say that uh other news in college football arch manning commits to texas he's the number one recruit in the next high school recruiting class over clemson georgia ole miss just a lot of other teams that wanted arch manning but he's going to texas so he'll probably be playing the aggies uh in the next few years so interesting to we'll, we'll welcome him to kyle field that that is for sure College basketball news, uh, Roy Williams, Jim Calhoun, John Beeline, Lon Kruger, and Jerry Krause, all inducted into the Hall of Fame. Roy Williams won over 900 games between North Carolina and Kansas. Jim Calhoun won over eight, maybe 900 games with uh, UConn and a few other schools. John Beeline won several hundred games, mainly with Michigan, all-time winnings coach in Michigan history. Lon Kruger, very successful head coach at Oklahoma, and Jerry Krause, 17 years, very good at Eastern Washington. The money Bates, he was the former number one high school recruit. He was at Memphis, but now he is headed to Eastern Michigan. Um, In college baseball, Ole Miss ended up winning Omaha, the College World Series, over uh, Oklahoma. Two games to none, and Oklahoma ended up beating Texas A&M. Texas A&M got to the Final Four when they were not expected to finish above 12th in the 14-team SEC. So good for A&M getting that far. And congrats to Ole Miss for getting the SEC another College sports Series championship. SEC is just king in college sports. There's no other way to put it. Um, Avalanche won the Stanley Cup in six over the Tampa Bay Lightning. Aaron Judge, uh, he avoided arbitration with the Yankees. Signed a deal for $19 million. And Aaron Judge is also the top AL All Star vote getter. And Ronald Acuna Jr. topped the NL All Star vote votes, uh, which came out a day or two ago. Big 12, they hired Brett Yormick, who replaced Bob Bolesby. Brett Yormick, I think, was a CEO of Rock Nation or something, but he is now taking on the Big 12, who is now inheriting uh, use, uh, I think, Cincinnati, BYU, and in another school that I'm forgetting, but their big 12 is getting a couple of other schools. And I did mention that a few, few episodes back. And finally, uh, before we go back, the, the NBA, Steph Curry, I guess talking about the NBA still, but he's hosting the SBs on July 20th. Very deserving. Um, we'll see what he has to say. Four-time champion, arguably a top 10 player now of all time. All right. Take a minute to rest myself. And then I'm going to talk a little about Kevin Durant. Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets fiasco. I did forget to mention at the beginning of the episode that Happy Fourth of July weekend to everybody. Um, we celebrate America's birthday on Monday, and uh, we, we, despite everything that's been going on in this country, we are still Americans at the end of the day, and we should celebrate all still all of the freedoms that we still have today. They still get lost under under all the garbage that's been happening in society. But we still have so much to be thankful for, and so many freedoms to cherish as Americans. Um, And I think too often, especially these days, we've taken it for granted. So hopefully you can celebrate with your friends and family, have a great time. I know I'm going down to see the Astros game on Monday against the Royals with my folks and my girlfriend. Um, and it's great that the Astros have the second best record in baseball, so that'll be a treat to see a winning winning team. Uh, but regardless, moving on to the big topic of the show, it is with the Brooklyn Nets. So Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, all this drama going on with them. So... Kevin Durant a couple of days ago came out and requested a trade from the Nets and that has been the big news in sports the past 48 hours or so with uh everybody just throwing in their two cents on this and Kevin Durant has from what has been said Kevin Durant wants to go to a couple teams mainly either the Miami Heat or the Phoenix Suns. Now, a note about those two te- those two teams Those two teams were the number one seeds in both the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference, respectively. So, yeah. um, He wants to go to a winner for sure. He doesn't want to go to a rebuild. So, but here's the thing. If I'm the Brooklyn Nets, and after everything that's happened, you want to get, for Kevin Durant, you you don't just want like three or four role players and picks. You want an all-star level player back, several players and picks as well. Like Kevin Durant, who is still a top five player in the game, he deserves a King's ransom in, in deals like this. So on that front, Sean Marks and the Nets should push hard to get whatever they can. And from, from remember who the highest bidder is, especially because technically they could trade Kevin Durant to any team in the league. he can go to the Kings, he go to the Hornets, he go to the Magic, he could go to the Pistons, he could go to, the Rockets, he could go to another terror, like, the, he could go back to the Oklahoma Oklahoma City Thunder, um, he could go to the Warriors, but that's not happening, um, so, the whole thing about this is, Kevin Durant, his legacy is pretty much gonna be, like, he, he's just a lost soul, kind of, as Chris Prusard said on, uh, The Odd Cobble, with him and uh, Rob Parker, like he is just—he's not happy anywhere in, in his career. In Oklahoma City, he gave nine gave nine years to them, then left at, after he said Westbrook got in the way. Then he went to Golden State, won two championships, and now, and, and then he left because he couldn't handle a spat with Draymond Green in the end. And he was self conscious of not—he was the best player on that team, and they. They needed him to win those championships, in my opinion, but he never got full credit in his eyes for winning those championships because he went to the 73 and nine Warriors, which beat him the year before he joined them. But that's that's all been talked about a million times already. And then now with the Nets, he he's playing with his best friend, Kyrie Irving, and they linked up three years ago to have this. And recently Kyrie Irving opted into his $36.5 million player option because it was either that or Kyrie Irving goes to the Lakers for six million dollars or something, or is a free agent, and who knows if he gets signed signed by another team. So yeah. Um and on paper, the Nets had a great team. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, that's a fantastic start. Then you have a healthy Joe Harris coming back. Uh then you have Shooters and wing defenders that they picked up. They got Royce O'Neal, Nick Claxton. Um, I, I I don't understand what what Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving's motives are. Uh, specifically, Kevin Durant for wanting out because if he if he wanted to win a championship, then Brooklyn honestly was the best place to do to try for it because they have the the best roster available to to help him win a champion. And oh Ben Simmons, of course. I'm completely forgetting. Ben Simmons and Seth Curry too from the Sixers. Ben Simmons, he need he had a chance this this upcoming scene to rest to resurrect his basketball career. How could I forget Ben Simmons? Um I know Ben Simmons is not good in the eyes of a lot of people, but not too long ago he was viewed as arguably a top three defender in the game. He's 6'10", 6'11", can play the point guard, super ultra-athletic. He can't shoot worth a dime, but he can get to the hole at will. Um, and him, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Erring, Bid Simmons, that's a fantastic big three, if you ask me. They would fit to fit together pretty well on the court. Um, one of them can be on the court at all times, virtually. You got Seth Curry for shooting, Bruce Bound, Bruce Bound is a, Good wing player, Patty Mills, excellent shooter, uh, Nick Claxton, good role man, Blake Griffin, Goran Dragic for now. Uh, Joe Harris, like I mentioned, um, just that—that that is a great eight-nine man rotation. What to say? What is Kevin Durant's ultimate motive right now? I know he won, probably wants to win, but Joe Tsai Uh, Sean Marks and the Nets had done basically everything that he and Kyrie wanted. And in return, Kyrie refused to get vaccinated this past season. Um, I'm not going to go into that, but, and out of a possible 203 games that they could have played together or something, Kyrie's only played hundred or so, and Kevin Durant's played 90 of them. So neither of them has shown up consistently. Now Kevin Durant had a decent season this past year. And, and put up good numbers, but then you got swept by the by the Celtics in the first round of the playoffs. This team was a great team, e- even though th- this whole season was a mess and they never really gelled and played together a full season. So my my thinking and other people's thinking was, why not run it back for at least one year with everybody healthy, or at least everybody try to be healthy, and then you figure out if this is the right plan going forward. But now Kevin Durant just wants out and he wants to go to uh, either of the two number one seeds of this past season. Like, Katie, Kevin Durant is clearly not a leader by his own admission, too. Um, He's never... He's going to lead by his play on the court, but he'll never set a culture. culture, He'll never be the heart and soul of a team, per se. Um, He's not he's not a leader like LeBron is like Steph Curry, Giannis, like those type of guys. Like he, he's a great ball player, but he's, he's a follower. He's not a leader straight up. There's no other way to put it. So there's been scenarios of him and Kyrie going to the Lakers in a package deal. Now, if the nets want more, the nets probably want more than just Anthony Davis, Russell West, Westbrook and the Lakers, uh, future first-round picks, like, like like, like, it's been floated around. The Nets want All-Stars in return, and a- AD is a superstar for sure, and Westbrook not an All-Star anymore, but he was an All-Star. But it'll be interesting to see what the Nets I- I say. Maybe what the Suns do, the Nets ask for Devin Booker before they ask for anything else, and maybe they do a sign and trade with DeAndre Ayton where he signs the Suns and then goes to the Nets with the Heat. Apparently it came out today that Kevin Durant will only go to the Heat of Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo and Kyle, Kyle Lowry are still there. But here's the thing Kevin, this is not free agency where you sign for sign with the team and the team doesn't have to give up anybody to get you. In a trade, you the teams have to exchange players. And how would the Heat be able to go would how would the Heat be able to get Kevin Durant without getting giving up at least one of Bam on Bayou, Jimmy Butler, or Kyle Kyle? Larr- Kyle Larr- you can't just give up Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, and picks for Kevin Durant. No, the Nets are not going to do that. Like that's and frankly, that's not fair market value, um, for for that option. So we'll just have to see how all this drama plays out, um. I I just think the Nets could have run it back for one more season with KD, Kyrie, and the rest of that squad in the Eastern Conference. They had, say, they were betting favorites last year, and then their whole team fell apart, and they're probably in the top five or top three of betting favorites to win again this year. But now Kevin Durant asked for a trade, so the Nets, um, before they sink into absolute uh, irrelevancy, they're going to try and get back relevant players and contend themselves once they get rid of KD and maybe even Kyrie since, I don't know, maybe, maybe KD requested because Kyrie's like, yeah, I got my money, but now I want out still. Because it seemed, and another point, a lot of players now, they, they sign max contracts and then a year later they want out, a la Ben Simmons, a la James Harden. So, Yeah. Big drama to fall with the Nets. Um, and Katie and Kyrie, this was a disaster from the start. Um, one of the biggest fail- failures organizationally in NBA history. In a span of six months, the Nets, Nets lost, Ky- are going to lose Kevin Durant, James Harden, and probably Kyrie Irving, too. And I saw only a couple games together. Those That big three was absolutely unstoppable. Like no one could have stopped them on the court. And because of all this BS on the side and all this drama, not going to do anything. So Nets Nets fans, I feel sorry for you. You had an absolute squad, a God squad of a team uh, six months ago, and now it's it's all for naught. Um, absolutely heartbroken for you guys, but we'll see. We'll see where Kevin Durant goes. It will definitely make a shockwaves throughout the NBA, wherever he goes. Um, And that will be the biggest story still to follow in the NBA for quite some time to come. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for checking out the episode this week. Happy 4th of July to you, your friends, and your family. Take care. Have a great time. Celebrate. Tell your friends and family about the show. Anchor.fm slash Lance support. to support. And uh, as always, catch you guys in the next one. Take care.